Hey, it's Cole. Welcome to this week's episode of the Entrepreneur Podcast, where every week we talk about how you can bring your creative dreams to, to life. life. Hello, my name is Adam. Hey, Adam. Adam, do you ever find yourself in in places of stress, experiencing stress? Is that a real question? It's a real question. I mean, some people are like legitimately, I have met people in my life who seem like they're never stressed about anything. Cole, I am stressed. Oh, I'm currently? Currently stressed. What are you stressed about right now? I've been stressed. No, what are you stressed about? Oh, uh, we, this is, this is some off the air discussion. Oh, that, is it secret? It's not a secret, but you know, we've got a big, I don't, sh- we've got a I'm big asking. show coming up. The whole show is about stress. I'm trying to give context. No, I'm saying we have a big show coming up. Oh, like Dragons Not this and Fairies episode. opening. Our yeah, show. Right. That's, you know, that's got me stressed. Yeah. January 28th, 2022. Dragons and Fairies opens at Lou Gardens in, in Orlando. Orlando, Florida. DragonsOrlando.com if you want to see pictures. <laughs> and tickets. And buy tickets. But uh, that would be amazing, actually. If you come to our show and you listen to the podcast, I don't know, we'll get you free dragon fruit lemonade (laughs) is that on our menu i think it is oh that's nice subject to change but yeah i'm stressed (laughs) about that yeah as (laughs) is everything speaking of stress subject (laughs) to change in fact today we're talking about stress uh eliminating avoiding it um because there are some unavoidable stresses and there are some avoidable stresses some unavoidable stresses unexpected changes like dragon fruit lemonade and then no dragon fruit lemonade. Turns out maybe there's a dragon fruit shortage. <laughs> yeah, and all we have is lemons. Yeah. If we were to replace the dragon fruit with another fruit, what would you hope it is? Passion fruit. Passion fruit's a good fruit. That is a good one. What um, what are some other unavoidable stresses? Environmental factors. Okay. Got it example. could rain on January 28th, opening night. Can't do anything about that. No, you can't. Um, someone else dropped the ball. Those passion, those dragon fruit growers. <laughs> it could happen. Right? You can't do anything about the dragon fruit growers, whether or not they grow or they don't grow, whether they tend to the dragon fruit in a way that cultivates the dragon fruit to be delivered to your supermarket. And even if they do, maybe they get stuck in a shipping container somewhere. Maybe they're stuck <laughs> in a port in Mexico waiting to leave to come to be delivered to your grocery store. We're not hinting at anything in particular. There are so many unavoidable factors when it comes to stress. So that stuff, we just got to, I guess, learn to learn take to a it. breath, get creative, understand that the show must go on and will go on, and that there are so many ways to delight people, not just the ways that we've already thought about, but the ways we haven't thought about. So simply true. That's what happens when we encounter the unavoidable stress. But how about the avoidable stress? Like uh, we're going to talk about four of these four four types of unavoidable stress and how to make sure that we are avoiding them. Because I think a lot of us experience this, these four types of stress very frequently, but they're unavoidable. So one thing that causes us stress that is avoidable running out of time. Yeah. You ever run out of time? This is a big one um, for me because I tend to, especially when I was a teenager, I would get Wait, so... Wait, you, are you over 20 now? <laughs> when I was a teenager, yeah, back in the day. Okay. You know, eight, nine years ago. I was so unorganized with deadlines and I would have homework due fourth period and I would be doing it in third period mm. while trying to learn what's going on. You know, the whole yeah, how thing. Many, how many... Um, 
vocabulary tests did you study for at lunch? Lunch? I'd study for it in that class before, <laughs> before they handed the it out. Yeah, that was, I mean, my timetables were just a day behind everyone else. You want to hear a good vocabulary test story? Here it is. Seventh grade. We're in a language arts class and we're about to uh, take the test. However, it was one of those situations where I didn't really study for the test. And you know what this teacher does? This teacher was a lazy, lazy teacher. And instead of creating a new test for us to take, she would literally just photocopy the vocabulary book pages out of the vocabulary book and have us that was the test no and so instead of learning the vocabulary words at lunch that day i memorized the order of the answers because <laughs> i knew what she was gonna do unbelievable well just so happens that day during the test she had to leave class for some reason and uh some snitch in the class said that people started cheating when she left the class and so this is like the next day she pulls me out of the hallway. So-and-so said you were cheating during the test. And I said, I was absolutely not cheating during the test. I had no need to cheat during the test. I knew the answers and I can tell them to you right now. <laughs> a, B, B, A, C, A, B, B, C. Those are the answers to the test. I didn't cheat and I clearly have no reason to cheat. Ruined it for everyone. I didn't ruin it. Every, that snitch did that oh that snitch actually ruined it for the people who actually did cheat but i was not one of them well that's good good to know you didn't cheat that lazy teacher trying to get on onto seventh graders for cheating yeah well here's here's one uh this is, is even this more a, is even more off topic running out of but, time story <laughs> no i had a science teacher who one time gave us a 50 question multiple choice test yeah every single answer was c oh interesting did you get weirded out though? Yeah. Like, so you're like, surely it can't all be I C. I was thinking like, I'm going to answer these legitimately. Yeah. But they're all C so far. Yeah. I got, I was the only kid that didn't get a hundred. I got a 96 because there was two that I was like, that can't be right. <laughs> I don't think that's the answer. And I put the, what I thought the real answer was. And the teacher called me out. He goes, why didn't you get a hundred? I was like, I answered legitimately. I put what I thought the answers were. I didn't want to trick myself into getting like an f by by putting c for everything so you well, know that instead happened. of getting an f you got a 96 yeah i'll take so it. anyway one of the unavoidable points of stress for us sources of stress for us is running out of time so what do we do make a calendar i think a lot of the time we're just like hey yeah i'm gonna do this thing and it needs to be done by x date well that is how we create a lot of stress for ourselves Make a calendar with intermediate deadlines along the way. Break the big thing down into smaller pieces and then meet those deadlines. Another way to avoid stress from running out of time is be realistic about how much you can get done. Uh, don't overcommit yourself to yourself or to, if this is client work, your client. Um, another way to avoid the stress of running out of time, build in extra time. This is something that I never really even thought about. Um, and actually, I kind of took this from more of a financial side of things of like a contingency. So if you're doing a massive project, there are definitely things that you aren't going to know about. And so big projects, when project managers create budgets, they put in like a 10% or a 15% contingency. And essentially that's, hey, we know there are things that we haven't thought about so we're adding 10% um, onto our budget for this project. We'll do the same thing for time. Say there are a bunch of things, there are unknown factors, there are 
whatevers, I'm over committing myself or whatever it might be, there are going to be things that come up along the way. So build in a time contingency that allows you a little buffer and that will help you eliminate the stress of running out of time. Yeah. And don't worry about your turnaround sounding too long to people. Like if you say, yeah, I'll have that to you Tuesday and it's a big project, they might be impressed when you say, okay, great. Tuesday it is. But if you say, hey, I'll have it to you Thursday, they'll be fine with that too. Mm. Unless there's an urgent need to get it done as soon as humanly possible, give yourself that buffer and give yourself a realistic timetable because it's way better to tell them Thursday and turn it in Thursday than to say Tuesday and turn it on to Wednesday. Another source of avoidable stress for us is that the workload is too big. Um, this is avoidable by letting go of pieces of the project, but I recognize that requires two things. First of all, trust. If you don't have it, build it. If you don't have it with the people in your life, find new people in your life. That's one of the ways that we can avoid taking on too much is by trusting people and allowing them to take pieces of the project. Adam, do you have something to say? Yeah, I was wondering. So your advice, if you don't, if if you don't trust someone is just make new other new friends i didn't say that <laughs> i said if you don't have people in your life that you can trust find some that you can great i, like I think that. that's what i said yeah also if there are people in your life you don't trust yeah consider getting rid of them <laughs> do not put them in your project <laughs> Yeah. That is good advice. Another thing that's required to let go of pieces of a project oftentimes is money. So if you don't have that, sorry. Really nothing I can do about that. However, if you don't have trust and you don't have money, this ultimately goes back to time. If the workload is too big and you can't hire other people to help you do the project, then just build in more time. So I guess this goes back to the stress of running out of time and the advice that we gave before, which is, you know, the things that we already said. The third thing that is avoidable stress, a source of avoidable stress, is there's not enough money. And this is something that I think is true for all of us, probably always, unless you work for a really big company that just wastes money on stupid stuff. Um, but even then, I find that my friends who work in those environments also think that they don't have enough money. It's true. Or the company's wasting the money on the real stupid stuff, like mm. a whitewater rafting trip Ooh. for all the employees. Wait, why is that stupid? Let's definitely do that. Well, when the team building exercise budget is forty grand, and then the website budget's a thousand, uh, you know, sometimes good point. Someone else is making the uh, decisions on what's worth it or not. Yeah. So anyway, one of the ways to avoid the stress of not having enough money is to make a budget before you start. In the same way we talked about making a schedule, you can also make a budget and it doesn't have to be really complicated. It doesn't have to be very detailed and extensive, but just think through what are these, what are the things that I think I'm going to need to buy for this and how much are those things going to cost? And then plan according to what you have available. I think this is a huge lesson over and over again. Do what you can with what you have right now. It's okay to not do everything now. It's okay to not do like your swan song project right now that's going to be the defining piece of your career. Like give yourself time to grow. And then the last, the fourth point of uh, unavoidable stress is you've overpromised, and I find myself doing this quite a bit for a couple <laughs> reasons. Are you sure? Oh, tell me more about that. You've done that? No. What are you What are you referencing, Adam? Um, I don't know. It's just funny. No, no, no. Go ahead. That. What? 
Well, we sometimes we. This come is up, interesting. I'm actually very interested. Sometimes we come up with a cool idea for a show, or an event, and then we have to do a lot of time to make it happen. But we dig deep when we need to, which is next week's episode, by the way. Digging deep when you need Digging to. Digging deep when you need to. Okay. Well. I didn't understand what you just said, so I'm sure that no one listening understood what you just said, so we'll just move on. Um, <laughs> one of the two of the reasons that I think that I get a, a over promise from time to time is I get excited about what can be made and then just start like kind of dreaming about it and saying it out loud. And this mostly has to do with like client work. So you know, sitting in front of somebody and getting them to say yes, essentially. The second reason, I overpromise from time to time is that I get wrapped up in selling. And so if I'm like sitting across from someone and they're a potential client and they're kind of like beginning to shake their head, even after they've like said, yes, I'll keep, keep selling and keep adding things to the scope of work. And it's like, okay, I just got to learn to stop doing that. It's okay for us to say to someone who's asking us to do a project, give me some time to check on that and really like step back from it. And before you make final commitments, before you make final promises, give yourself time to really sit back, analyze the things that it is that you're saying you're going to do, and determine whether or not you've prepared enough time and money to be able to do that thing. Ultimately, it comes to the old adage, under promise over deliver. Yeah. I think it's important to keep that in mind, mostly when you are working with clients, because sometimes, especially whenever... I was recording bands a lot. They would come to me, hey, I want to do this with this budget. Mm -hmm. And I would always want to be like, yeah, we can make that work. We can do that. Mm -hmm. And then you start to go, man, they're really giving me a decent mm -hmm. budget. Mm -hmm. Maybe we can throw in this or maybe I'll help them. You know, maybe I should have them come in a day early and we can do some rehearsing and stuff. And you start to try to bundle all this other extra stuff in and really knock it out of the park when they would be happy with, you know, just the typical package that you would give somebody but you want to always extremely overvalue and it you know sometimes well, there's one thing that i know for sure is that we do not settle for typical packages <laughs> no we don't and here's the thing over time you'll discover things that cause you stress you'll you'll notice them start to like Remember, remember, remember them. Understand why they're happening. Understand what you can do about them, how you can avoid them in the future, and then modify your actions to relieve that stress. Oh, definitely. So thanks for hanging out with us. I hope this was helpful for you. It was helpful, honestly, for me to think through. So yeah. uh, find us on Instagram at Entrepreneur Podcast. And hopefully you have a stress-free week. And mm, we'll see you next week. Yes. Yeah, see ya.